When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Boast tone. Allegedly. Okay. The mighty, mighty boast tones. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bose. Sponsored by Bose. <laughs> no, we're not. Because we're sometimes oh, no. sponsored by Raycon. <laughs> we're, oh, yeah. Okay, not this month, baby. This month's all Bose. I don't know. Maybe by the time we publish this i, I think and he is- lost the contract all right everybody welcome to Brews and Bruins, hey, the Hockey Podcast Network podcast, presented by DraftKings. We'll figure out what Pride Diehards is going to be uh, at some point. Um, I am Chris Gear. I'm your host for this episode, as I'm pouring a beer. No cam again. Kind of sounded like you were pissing over the microphone, not going to lie. I often do that, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Every day, I pee. <laughs> I've forgetting the baseball players who were used to do that uh piss on their hands before uh batting to like you know callous up their hands I sounds like some fucking caveman me. shit that doesn't sound like the mlb <laughs> to me but so i think it was moises alu uh if if it wasn't him uh don't come after me moises but i thought goalies uh, were nuts <laughs> It's been baseball yeah, players this whole time. Whole another level. <laughs> At the beginning of episodes, just to you know, keep the calluses there. Uh, you got to keep the sound quality really nice. Some people lift weights. Chris apparently <laughs> calluses there for years for headphones. We're off to a hot start here. Uh, this is your first time. <laughs> we lost the booth. Oh man! Uh, shouts to the classic Jerry Remy and Don Arcillo days. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, Jerry Rem Rem Dog. Um, I'm here with Drew. I'm here with Lancey. No cam again. Again, okay. I did not murder him. <laughs> that <laughs> smile says it all. Lancey. <laughs> uh, what do we got for beers, boys? I am drinking a Miller Lite as always because, again. I have like a month left, depending on when this podcast airs, of living in this apartment before moving. So this is all I have. Nice. And 37 is all around as usual because, you know, it's the perfect beer. 37s. 
37s. Speaking of 37s, got a down east. Strawberry, though, so tasteability is 37. I'll st- 20 was last episode. Now I'm on the second. I'll give it a 22 drinkability. It's gone up just a little bit. Sick. All right. I'm the only one who's changing it up. I have a Coronado Brewing Company, Orange Avenue Wit. Uh, despite the name, this is not an orange beer. Uh, it is a wheat beer brewed with honey and spices. Um, this is local to where I work, uh, Coronado Island, which is not actually an island. It's more of a peninsula because the Silver Strand connects it to San Diego. Um, it is very drinkable. This is a you know, for those listening, this is one of the few Coronado, this may be the only Coronado Brewing Company beer that you can get in New England. I happened to find it at the uh, the Townie Bar in Amherst, Massachusetts, uh, the Harp, one time. It was just on tap there. I was like, what the hell? Um, it is delicious, very drinkable. 35 drinkability. It's a little sweet to be a 37, maybe. Um Tasteability, you can taste it. No, it's good. For for a wheat beer, it's very tasteable. I go twenty three. Um, all right, more here to discuss the by Boston Bruins. Is that how you say that? Boston, allegedly. Okay. The mighty mighty Boston's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bose sponsored by Bose. <laughs> no, we're not because we're sometimes oh, no. sponsored by Raycon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not this month, interest. baby. This month's all. Bose. I don't know. Maybe by the time we publish this, I, I think Andy lost the contract. <laughs> I, I don't think this is supposed to be evergreen content, so we'll probably publish this pretty soon, depending on. Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. So uh, we're talking lineups. It's uh, Lancey's Lancey's lineup corner. Um, I love that that is a thing now. Yeah, I made it a thing because I it's said it. It's got to be alliteration. Text and then it's got to be all L's. Lancey's lineup. No, because it's LLC, uh, Limited Liability oh. Corporation. <laughs> I got it. Again, I should design merch for this. Uh, I'll get around to it eventually. So we we kind of failed at doing the uh, the whole roster for reviewing everyone's season. No, I, I was the, wondering when you're going to get back to me on any of that. <laughs> I, th- I think in There's the future, one I didn't post of yours. Yeah, you, we, we just got one in the in the can somewhere. Yeah, um, I'll post it mid season. <laughs> this guy that was actually trading the offseason. He the had a great no year. <laughs> we, we, That was the first one that was out. It was. We had Lacey on. No uh, oh. Yeah. So I think in the future, when we're a little less busy in the offseason honestly i just want to like sit down and knock them all out one weekend and just schedule it with everybody and make sure we can do that but you Um, know what i feel you on that because i've been saying i'm gonna write preseason content all this time and i just haven't yet and then now i'm at the point where i'm like i'm not gonna write about all 32 teams i'm gonna write like three sentences what's hot what's not realistic expectations we we all kind of lazed out on the on the offseason i mean it pretty tough to like gather yourself and come back with enthusiasm after the greatest regular season in NHL history, perhaps, uh, and a 
pretty heartbreaking first round exit. And then for me, it's not even that it's, you know, like once July 15th, that's about my cutoff for free agency. Then I have like an entire month where I just don't think about hockey whatsoever. And so then September rolls around. It's like, all right, I should start doing this. But this year I've been working shout, shout out me for being shout to employment. Uh, that's soon, a rare soon to be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, shout out grad school. But um, yeah, you so didn't get that fired going on, me. <laughs> with, with that going Lance, on. Lancey, aren't you supposed like, to be working? I can't get anything done. I have to like actually have a life and, and do all this stuff. I'm still going to watch every single game we, we had in the recent past now, the, before this actually gets out there, it's still the future. Uh, the games in Australia, I will be staying up for those. I will be watching as many what's possible. The, what's the time difference there? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. things. Anything that's across the date line, I'm just like, I have no idea what time it is. It's like 12 hours from Eastern time, roughly. Okay. Because so it's going to be, be an afternoon game for them. And it's going to be a, a just like just past midnight game. Is me. it 12 hours difference, but also like a day later or it... it's just like 12 hours difference. Okay. So that means it would probably be so for you. It's a Friday if, night game. 15, because it's going to be like yeah, 9 hours yeah. difference. But it's gonna yeah, be that, like that does make 12, sense. 12 noon for Melbourne and everyone's going to be like, okay, this is a normal day. But for everyone else, we're like, the hell <laughs> globes. Yeah. Earth is round. Who would have thought globes? <laughs> globes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm there with you that as much as I love hockey and as much as I love doing this podcast, uh, as soon as I get a chance to take a break from like doing two podcasts a week, like feels pretty nice. I even um, take a break in January. It's normally a week during the season where I'm like, I'm only watching the Bruins and maybe one other game and that's it. And I'm going to go do other things. So I used to watch so much hockey. We I, I had mm -hmm. the center ice package and was was watching several games a night. I'd be staying up watching the West Coast games and everything. Now, pretty much just watch the Bruins. Occasionally watch like a, a national TV game, but I don't have the NHL center ice package anymore. Um, and I like it that way. Fuck it. True diehard. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, and maybe Chris doesn't have this this problem, but I watched a lot more hockey when I was single. <laughs> you got a hockey fan in cat, or more than a fan, our goaltender expert. Are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, it's. I I have that extra hurdle to work around. Okay, I'm it's p.m. to ten p.m. <laughs> Julia on like three nights a week. I'm not <laughs> available. I can't. No, yeah, since Kat does both watch and cover hockey, that's not really the issue. The issue is more like Isabel, who does like hockey and will watch a game, more like doesn't want to watch 82 Bruins games, you know? So so a lot of the time I'll be watching it on my phone while she watches like Bluey or Courage the Cowardly oh, yeah, Dog or something. There's a lot where I'm like half watching and stuff, but I felt I like when I was just too. like had no one else's schedule to even care about. You know, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> same. Yeah, that's it's the same issue. It's just you know different different part of the relationship there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, let's Isabel, keep going. Let's go in depth. No, Isabel's pretty agreeable <laughs> to. Never had this problem. <laughs> no, it, Isabel's pretty agreeable to like. All right, we've watched your stuff for a while, and I've just been watching like the first couple periods on my phone, and then like, all right, close game in the third period, and she'll like get really into that. Nice. And yeah. I I watched the the uh, goalie goal game with her, and yeah. like core memory there. Like yeah. she got so excited for that. Um, so Get she's an all Mark Jersey. She, Hey, we're, she loves sway Mark. She loves the goalie hugs. Anytime we watched the third period and the Bruins won, we would reenact the goalie hug. Get a sway Mark Jersey. One thirty five <laughs> or three fifty one. If you want to be different, but then it would have to be like all way. <laughs> doesn't really roll off the tongue clearly <laughs> the nfl season is going strong and DraftKings sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer an offer that's even stronger feel the sweat by betting five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly and bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can feel the sweat and take advantage of a sweeter offer every game day this October. Discuss some upcoming games. I'm mentioning available lines and odds from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You know what? For those, just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. License E Partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in all NT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, I, I mean, that that would probably be the the right thing. Uh, Swayman probably is the right move, uh, depending on how negotiations negotiations go in the off season. Um, that that was a weird one. There was so the the arbitration. I don't know if we talked about. We didn't. We didn't. We never. We didn't talk about the arbitration. Going going back to arbitration here. <laughs> There was a whole month we didn't record an episode. I just posted Evergreen. Content. Yeah, that's, that's true. We so honestly, like, I don't know if the listeners have heard me on an episode recently, but I have not been on an episode for like two months. Who the hell are you? I've not recorded an episode in two months. Um, the for me, the the Swayman thing was weird because you you go to arbitration and then. Uh, I believe the team gets to choose the term once the number is settled upon and the team chose one year. So was that good faith 
to Swayman saying like, hey, the cap's going up. So like, we know that we'll make you whole on the next one so that there's no bad blood here um, by not making it two years or like, I don't, I don't know what the deal was there. You can really choose the length. Yeah, you can really. It's either one or two years. One or two. Okay. They they chose. I was like, they can go like three. They chose one. Okay, two Um, is like okay. No, that'd that'd be great. All right, yeah, yeah, we got you locked in at three point whatever million for seven (laughs) more years. Do a a Lou Lamorello contract. Which, by the way, when Lou Lamorello signs a fourth liner to three million by seven, uh, it's like that's not the worst possible thing. Because you assume that you get three years out of that and the cap goes up and it's fine. And then after that, you can retain salary or you can buy it out and it's not going to be that bad. I, I'm not, I'm just saying, I don't get it when people are like, hey, he's keeping the team around together forever. It's like he is, but he isn't. He's just making it very smart um, and playing within the rules instead of in his New Jersey Devils day, signing Ilya Kovalchuk to like a 17 year deal. <laughs> So what I'm saying is I see a pattern here, Lou, but, uh, but anyway, back to Jeremy Swayman, uh, it, to me, it seems like it, it's, it's good faith to him in terms of saying like, Hey, you know, go play really well next year. You can make a lot more. And it also incites healthy competition between Swayman and Allmark. I'm not saying they're going to move Allmark before his contract expires, but if they ever got to that point, then, you know, you, you have, a battle between the goalies. And if you end up paying one, $9 million more than the other, that pretty much sells your debate right there. So it, it's pretty crazy how well, I mean, like Vezina aside, <laughs> hard to, hard to say. Putting that. aside the fact that he was the literal greatest goaltender of the season last year. Like, can't even explain how perfectly that contract has. And I think will continue to work out just in the transition from Rask to Swayman. Cause I think a lot of Bruins fans thought that Swayman was way readier than he was. And even if he now is ready, like last year he, he was incredible. I was going to say, in, even still he's, he's played phenomenally. I mean, he's had like a two twenty goals against average, which is where you want to be at as a starter. He, he was what? Nine twenty four last year. He was, he had the fourth best, among qualified goalies uh, for save percentages. I, I know that off the top of my head because I've cited it on about 18 episodes of this podcast. Yeah, but where'd um, you get it from? Cite it. I want Chicago. NHL.com. <laughs> Hockeyreference.com. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we know that he can do it, but we haven't seen him with a full workload, and I love the idea of transitioning him from pure backup to one B to one a to pure number one. Yeah. But then who's going to be your backup after you got time to figure that out. I mean, that's the thing I'm going to be sad about because I love Linus Allmark. I loved him in Buffalo. I love him even more now in Boston. He's a tremendous individual. He's a wonderful goaltender in terms of just watching him go from a little chaotic at times to Mm -hmm. Bob sense of really settling him in and being like, this is how you play a little more dignified, right? And he is just very fun to watch, very fun to be around that I would hate to think about in two years if he just goes somewhere in free agency because 
on one hand, you don't want to have to face him now that he knows all the secrets. But on the other hand, you know, you want to be happy for him ultimately when he does eventually move on, you know, for greener pastures, whatever it may be. Uh, I just, I love it and I hate it for him, as you said. Love it from Jeremy Swayman because it's perfect timing transitioning in. Hate it for Lee and Solmark if they can't win a cup because, you know, it, it's like he's in his prime and then there's a goalie prime and then there's the team prime and timing all that just right. I don't know if it's going to work out. But, well, uh, they timed it. They timed it perfectly. Last season, do you guys remember that? Oh, that's <laughs> was, was pretty sick. Um, well, I'm just saying with the prime and the... Now for your thoughts uh, on uh, Matt no, Kachuk. No, no, no. <laughs> I have, I have thought, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, in terms of Olmark, I mean, th- this coming season, he this is to prove that it's not a one-off, that he's not just – that he is that caliber of goaltender. Uh, I mean, we didn't see it from him before. I mean, he's in Buffalo and that – I'm not saying sit down. <laughs> no, no, I absolutely. And, like – but I think this is really it, – it's not a make-or-break season, but it is in terms of – in terms of the Swayman situation, too, I think. Like, um, I, if he's on his way to another Vesna, I think it, as management, you, you'd second guess moving him if he continues on that on that path. But if he, like, I mean, <clears throat> and, I mean, it helps his trade value, too, though. So, obviously, you hope for that. But I, I, <clears throat> Swayman is the future. But it, for Olmach, that, that adds some pressure to him, too. I mean, uh, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy, like, obviously they have a friendship and they have a good relationship, but that's a battle at the end of the day for that, for that number one spot or that a one, as opposed to the AB or a two or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly getting a little lost in the sauce here. Yeah, whatever. This is our second episode. We're doing a bunch of beers. Come on. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see old Mark this year. Um, you know, the off season's long. You don't know what's gonna where players are at. I don't know. Coming Let's into the next not forget season. he's recovering from an injury too. That's that's true as well. Um, but yeah, I'm very interested to see where that goes. But yeah, I think Swayman's the future, and um, I think he knows that too. I think management, like like you kind of said, Chris, with that one year deal, I I would as opposed to going with the two for the arbitration. I think that speaks to yeah we're going to be signing you to like a longer term and they might get a better deal here what they're signing him to a longer term if he's that um like number two kind of guy this year too as opposed to okay two years down the line you're actually starting to take the reins here you are the number one and you're you're paying an extra couple million i think a year so yeah i so i think when we talked about Olmark when he signed we had cat on to talk about him and you can't we talked about how you can't just draw like all right this guy had a 916 in buffalo on that awful team now put him on this great team he's gonna be great and like you said lancy he had to work on it he had to work with bob senza and you know learn how to play in a system that works (laughs) and not in that uh you know obviously buffalo is getting better but it, when he played in Buffalo, it was not good. There was not a lot. He going was the on. reason why they were still somewhat in a lot of the games. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Um, back then, he was also injury prone, and he did get injured at the end of the last year. And you know, maybe that had something to do with the the Bruins not being able to get out of the first round. Um, 
but I think managing his workload by increasing Swayman's workload, uh, I think there is some potential to be like a Yarrow Halak kind of aging curve where like he's still really effective later on. So like even at the end of this contract, maybe he is that one B of the future, the, or the pure backup of the future. Um, but it doesn't have to be somebody else. Uh, like, honestly, I love both those guys. They love each other. Like I, I want to see them on the Bruins for a long period of time. And, and Olmark is, I wouldn't say he's sneaky old, but like, He's he's one of those guys. He's (laughs) he's one of those guys that's like older than you think he is because he only had a few years in Buffalo, and then he came here, and it kind of felt like you know he hadn't really spent a lot of time in Buffalo, so he must be this really young guy. Um, But no, he's like a Tim Thomas. He's a he's a vet right Right. now, Um, and you know if he's if he's able to stay healthy through his career, like yeah, he's got plenty plenty beyond now. Um, but that, that five year, 5 million per contract that he signed was beautiful deal for both sides. Um, I think that's like a lot of people said that that was too much money to be giving somebody, uh, that hadn't proved himself to be able to be a number one goalie and hold up for the entire year and to give somebody, when you have your number one in waiting and even though the cap stayed flat, like that deal has aged beautifully. It's not Um, 7 million. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, Pretty wonderful stuff. Um, And that's something just in general with contracts is for fans that might be new to this to, to realize you're not necessarily always paying for what someone has done yesterday you're paying for what they can do during the duration of the term and what you think they can do, the projections that they can hit. That's why if you're an Anaheim Ducks fan right now and you're worried about, you know, will they get a deal done with Trevor Zegras? Well, there's a huge question mark of, you know, where he's coming at it from, which is I can be this great of a player and I want to sign for long term versus what the team might be thinking. Hey, what if we just do a bridge deal for now and then reward you after? Uh, because, Maybe they're not hitting those the same projections. And and you see it a lot with goaltending, where you have the Montreal Canadiens sign Carey Price to that ten and a half million dollar cap hit many years ago, based on what he was able to do and not necessarily foreseeing the injuries and whatnot. Not that the injuries ultimately have hurt them. I mean, yes, quite literally. I mean, going to Jake Allen as your number one goaltender isn't always ideal. He's but, been the number one goaltender in Montreal for 30 years now. I, essentially. But but it also, it it just messes things up if you're the assistant GM that really keeps track of the day-to-day salary cap situation where you have to go over to Kent Hughes and say, hey, you know, today might be the day we put him on long-term injury reserve. We free up all this space and we can do all these different things. Um, but what I would, in general, advise against signing a goaltender for more than like $6 million just ever. Because yeah. you can find decent goaltending on the quick, on the cheap. You can have your your the next generation star. You can have your Jake Ottinger or your Jeremy Swayman sign so them the, to these kind of bridge deals and then extend them, and it's not something ridiculous. And the two deals to be factored into it the all. The two deals that I would point out would be the John Gibson deal 
and the Connor Hellebuck deal. Those are the two sides of the coin there where like, I think they were both around the same deal somewhere in the six year, $6 million per range where Hellebuck had just had a really good season followed by a mediocre season. And it was like, all right, which one of these Hellebucks are we going to get um, on this maybe not so great team? Took a risk, signed him to that deal, and you're getting a Vesna guy. Meanwhile, yeah, and, and Hellebuck is, is ultimately the one good year, one average year, one good year, one average year. Yeah, I would. I, I think he's a really good goaltender, and I think that a lot of the average year has to do with the teams that he's been on. Exactly. And John Gibson, you can probably say the same for the team, but uh, I don't. He's not the type of goalie that. Can How we... much longer do we just blame it on the team? <laughs> yeah, <at this> point? <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and I think that's that's the risk of extending a goalie that you think is the future of your team for six Eight years, years at, at like mid big numbers. Um, and then of course, yeah, the, the elite guys that you think are elite and extending them to long deals, but you've got the, the Vasilevsky deal, which turned out to be like, yeah, all right. This is the, this guy's the, he's like, shown some signs of wear and tear, but yeah, also it turns it, out if you play 70 games a year, you might, <laughs> it turns out if you play a hundred games, how, how many Vasilevsky backups can you name? Cause I can name uh, like two, I think. And Brian Elliott. I've actually and, uh, seen the light of day. <laughs> well, so Florida in and of itself is a great case study. Cause you have Tampa and you have Florida and you have, you know, the Vasilevsky contract and they have Sergey Bobrovsky with the Panthers yep. and Bobrovsky has always been a goaltender. I don't know how else to describe him. He's been a goaltender. And, you know, last year he gets on this near immaculate run, which great until the Stanley Cup final happened. But I mean, there is also a whole bunch of other factors for the Florida Panthers going up against Vegas Golden Knights. But I mean, that that's what you end up with. And for Bill Zito, you have this kind of conundrum where you have Spencer Knight, you have your future, but you also have this guy that's making $10 million per season that not many other teams are willing to take on. He's still a legit number one goaltender, but, you know, can he actually get the job done? All right, Lancey, I love you. We got to cut off the goalie talk and move on to, uh, let's do defenseman real quick. Drew. Oh, yeah, we're doing lineup projection. <laughs> I was thinking this could just be a goalie episode, I guess. Honestly, yeah, like, like we could we could probably stick talking to goalies for the rest we of the could, time. We could just stick to goalies if you want. We could talk about who do you think is going to be the starter this year than our goalie projection. I think Kyle Kaiser, actually. Well, we should do one episode for each line. Beer in preview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I, this this could be our beer and preview uh, goalies. Let's, go. uh, let's call it be. that. I got Linus Holmberg. Uh, I was going to so say that the Bruins, the Bruins are paying eight point five million for goaltenders this year, and like I think that's great for having a one A and one B. I was going to pose the question at one point if we're just sticking with goalies. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Oops. Like, all do goalies. you see that that one A one B format become like a not a regular thing, but something teams mostly do. And I was thinking about it. it kind of depends on timing. Like they have Swayman here, who's this promising goaltender, and you can get away with like a bridge deal like that. And then Olmark, who, I mean, he was good. They paid him five million, but they paid him five million. They didn't see him as this like big, like Vesna winning guy. I don't think 
anyone had that expectation going in that season and here you are. So maybe they kind of just lucked out, but going into this season for those two guys, you're paying a combined 8.5 million. I think that's great in terms of like cap percentages, I suppose, because mm-hmm. you could be paying like 8 million for like a guy as good as Olmark and then some random backup that isn't really gonna, you're going to have like a, huh, when they're playing, when they're starting, like, okay, we're at a disadvantage, but you, you say that, but honestly, I think if, Swayman has the year that he had last year in terms of numbers, plus he plays the one A role. Yeah, no, you're, you're looking at paying a, him like eight million dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then you're shifting back. That's why I kind of had answered my own question. Do you think this is a regular thing that teams might do in terms? Why'd of, you ask it? I, I freaking answered myself. I you guys talked for like a solid fifteen minutes. There. <laughs> True. <laughs> We have to. That's why I'm letting you talk, Drew. Time to think about it. If Drew doesn't get to talk on his own podcast, who else is he going to talk to? I don't know anything you guys said in the past 15 minutes. That has been. Drew's just been thinking about what to say. There's been episodes where I've done that, where I've like had many thoughts that just like it went the train, the train is off the track. That that happens on this podcast a lot for all of us. Well. As so Denton Heinen, does he make the team? <laughs> I hope so. Denton Heinen better. All right. Well, and if he does, where do you slot him in? Goal on the Heine. Goal, yeah, on the Heine. Lancey is never coming on again. Thank you. Unless Chris has an outro as host. Uh, my outro as host is. <laughs> Thank you.